0: From the PSA ASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair. On the phone with us this evening, we have Kevin Jordan. Kevin, it is always a pleasure chatting with you. Are you actually able to ski now instead of write?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I've been skiing a lot, and we have some pretty good stuff, And It's always a pleasure talking with you, George.
0: So we want to talk about your goals for the, the season and, and when you were going into the national team, things like that. Um, But really, I know you just did a a little article for uh, with Pete Cray on what your goals are. And uh, I really liked yours. Can you share that with us?
1: Um, Yeah, you know, I think, you know, for me, everybody thinks about goals as how they have to be. You know, kind of smart, like it's the big the, the old acronym of like sp- specific, measurable, <laughs> you know, achievable, realistic, timely. And uh, for me, you know, be, being new to the national team, but I've been around it for quite a bit of time, uh, something that like just thinking of goals for myself was, you know, how can I be more of a resource? So I think I, I wrote in some of those, you know, questions, it was just, you know, what can I do to help, or how can I be somewhat of a resource, which isn't really that smart of a goal, <laughs> but it allows me to kind of manifest in different different ways, um, and and to give you some examples of that, I'll give you one right off the bat, but I, I was able to write an article in 32 Degrees in the wintertime, um, it was all about kind of smoother turn transitions, and from that article I've gotten some feedback, or people have reached out to me. And then they've asked questions, you know, either clarifying questions or how can I help? Um, and that's been pretty exciting because, you know, it's someone that I have really never met <laughs> reaching out to me, and and there you go, you know, becoming a resource uh, for someone. It's pretty, it's pretty exciting to to help people in that way.
0: Now, Kevin, that's really special because I mean, basically, you wrote your answers to really kind of get around the question. Ah. exactly yeah I think
1: I think those questions you know became to us and it's like what are your what are your goals and I I think truthfully to be honest I had had the goal of achieving the national team for such a long time and I've been to quite a few tryouts that you know once I kind of made it I was like well wait a minute (laughs) that that goal has been shifted (laughs) or it's been altered and and uh it's really cool because it's an opportunity to kind of redefine you know, yourself and what you're after and, and what, you know, what can you do? So, so that was, that was kind of the thing that I think we were chatting a little bit about was, you know, how do you become kind of like a resource and, and and helping people kind of understand, uh, what they need and as more so of, of like a guide versus, you know, being like, well, you know, I think you need to do this. It's, it's really trying to ask some of those better questions and that's actually a separate goal that I have is, you know, how do I get better at asking some of those questions and how do I also realize when I just need to kind of get out of their way of, uh, of learning, right? So in some ways, I'll give you a different story, but uh, being in Killington at the Master's Academy, you know, we have five days and uh, I would find myself wanting to kind of jump to the next thing and I'm like, wait a minute like, I don't, I do not need to do this right now. If anything, I need to challenge myself and kind of pause, take a step back and just let them interact or practice or get a little more mileage. And the cool thing about it is we had five days. So I was really able to play a little bit with the pacing. Um, and not, you know, I think sometimes and myself included, you know, I, I get, I'm guilty of this, but trying to, you know, jump to the next thing, or let me show you everything I know <laughs> in my bag of tricks and everything, and it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa! You don't need to do that. It's a, it's a partnership, you know. So you need some input from them to kind of help guide uh, them and also you as to where you want to go next.
0: You know, one of your answers, though, it was almost like you were more of a, you were more of a goal setter then a guide. I I was really intrigued by your answer here because you were saying, you know, it it would be nice to come up with some drills or some uh, challenges for the students and then let them figure out how to achieve them.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right. So I think, you know, writing, writing it a while ago, because sometimes your goals change, but I think, you know, to that point I was trying to, that specific goal was trying to come up with I think some drills and some exercises that actually kind of force, uh, an outcome in terms of almost like forcing some, some failure. Right. But you have to be super careful about that because, you know, it's, it's almost like that. Um, I'm thinking of like the X, Y axis where you have like, you know, risk on one and challenge on another. If there's too much of risk, you know, you may lose some trust and <laughs> there's too much challenge, you know, then you may, uh, kind of, kind of lose, Some of that and the really cool thing about it was, uh, you know, a great example of this is is someone like Michael Rogan is is really good at trying to come up with some of these drills and exercises that I'm now aspiring some of my goals to of trying to force some of that uh, failure. So, for example, he was here in in Aspen and had an opportunity to ski with him and we were kind of uh, playing around with the whole idea of planting your pole uh, like opposite so if you instead of playing your right pole to go right you would plant your left pole to go right and then your right pole to go left and uh i can tell you right now i'm I'm still not very good at it <laughs> and uh, but it was one of those things where it's like oh yeah it makes sense you know you should be able to you know, adapt and change and so show some versatility and I can tell you, a couple of weeks, maybe even like a month later, I'm I'm still I'm still practicing.
0: So, <laughs> Kevin, I, I uh, think that's actually how I learned to plant poles, and it was stab the snow and push away from it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you know yeah, I didn't was... listen to my instructor right. <laughs> <laughs> yep, no, there's some good tactics out there, and
1: it's one of those things where I think you know to to break some patterns, it's it's really hard. But that's an example of, uh, in terms of the goals, like stuff like that, coming up with that stuff. Um, I am trying to aspire towards of like what can I do. So it's, it's very experimental and uh, you try some stuff, you may, you know, even fall down and then <laughs> you know, get back up and you're like, eh, maybe that was a little too much, you know, a little too much failure. Um, but you know, those were kind of some of the things of trying to figure out, you know, how can I really hone in on uh the outcome uh that I'm looking for. So that, that those were kind of the some of the things that I was right, specifically to those goal-setting questions.
0: I would like to know, what are your goals in improving your own skiing? Yeah, uh, great question. I think, you know,
1: for, in in some ways, uh, the, the biggest one, like the, the big red button, the easiest one to explain, is is I'm really focused a lot on fore-aft uh, these days. And the reason being is because in my whole you know, kind of ski instruction, skiing career. I've always been told to get more forward, get more (laughs) forward, get more forward. And uh, what I realized was I I actually had an opportunity to ski with Tom Gelly. This was pre-pandemic, so, you know, a couple of years ago, like 2020, you know, end of February, early March. And I took one run with him and and literally it, it changed my life because what was happening was I was a little too far forward at the end of the turn the tail of my ski would actually break away. Um, because I was just, there was too much pressure on the front. It was really hard to, for me to kind of release the turn. So what I learned through some of his, um, uh, you know, teachings and, and learning some of his stuff online that he's got, uh, I just learned to kind of, he, he kind of calls it like this backside heavy mentality. And what that means is like, to me, I'm still maintaining some ankle tension at the end of the turn, but I'm also, I'm like literally trying to back off just the hair from the front of the boot so that I have a place to move forward to. And uh, sometimes, you know, I nail it and sometimes I definitely (laughs) get thrown to the back seat and skis shoot out from underneath me and it's like, whoa, (laughs) just hold on. (laughs) So that's specifically what I'm working on is uh, trying to minimize those times that it's like, whoa, (laughs) a little too far back there.
0: (laughs) Well, how interesting Um, then that you, uh, one of the first things you talked about was smoothing out turn transition. And it sounds like that's something you're working on as you're trying this.
1: Yeah, you know, for sure. Um, you know, that article was actually my, uh, kind of ski tip for the national team selection. Uh, but how I presented it was a little differently. Like if you look at that article and you go to 32 degrees, the winter issue, um, there's two photos in there and the second photo is a little photo montage. And, uh, in there, I, I kind of jammed that all together on a, on a PowerPoint slide and then wrote down some, some information. And, and so what I was trying to do is uh, basically show kind of like how ski magazine and how Michael Rogan would do tips of uh, photo montages. And it, the picture kind of told the story. Um, and so that's what I was trying to do, but I gotta, I gotta tell this story cause I think it's, it's pretty, it's pretty funny and, um, and I wanted to honor, actually, you know, Ron the Master, but he he actually helped me edit that photo montage because uh, when I sent it to him for just some feedback, he actually it was like, dude, this is impossible. Like what you're doing is literally impossible because <laughs> I jammed all the frames together. I was like, okay, well, Ron, can you can you help me? <laughs> can you help me fix it? He's <laughs> like, sure. So he t- he did some work. He did some magic. He moved some of the Photoshop. Uh, frames around and he kind of made it a little bit because he was like, Oh, you can see like this track and this track's not lining up. And he was such a perfectionist, you know, about it. And so this was, you know, this is kind of like early, uh, or late October, early November. And, and so I was like, Hey Ron, like, do you want, you know, like a photo credit? Like, you know, you totally kind of redoctored the the photo. So, you know, happy to give you the photo credit. And he responded back. He's like, it's better, but it's still not that good. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, um, how about like a reviewer credit or something like that? So you actually got a reviewer credit. And then I think I had talked to him just a, a week before. And then a week later, um, he was in a really bad ski accident and actually ended up passing away. So it's a, it's a huge loss, but I always think back to that, that article and to, to Ron, um, himself, but he, you know, he had questioned a lot of things and, I'd always look to him for some technical, uh, content. I think it's just a funny, a great story that just resembles Ron of like, you know, when I reached out, he was there when I asked him, you know, for help, he was there. And when, even when it wasn't hundred percent, you know, perfect. And here I am trying to, you know, give him like, you know, photo credit cause they'll, they'll probably pay him for that. <laughs> uh, he was like, nope, nope. You know, it's better, but it's not great. And, that was something I just figured I'd, I'd share with you, George, and all the podcast listeners because it's something that I, I think back to when I look at that article and I definitely think of him. So,
0: Just a wonderful human being. Oh. Well, Kevin, uh, it's wonderful chatting with you. Is there anything you'd like to say in conclusion maybe about us setting goals?
1: Yeah, you know, I think, um, you know, that some of the tangible goals are really easy, like a level of certification or maybe you have your level three and you're working towards dev team, or if it's Rocky mountain trainer and Rocky mountain. Um, so those goals are somewhat you know, finite, uh, you know, finite, but I think something that's interesting is, you know, when you think about goals, you know, be careful like that you're not closing yourself off to other possibilities. That would be my biggest, you know, kind of advice because you never know, What could happen or what else could come up, you know, based on either that specific goal or trying something differently or just working uh, with another peer or more importantly, you know, with other students, because the goal setting for, say, a level of certification that can be very, you know, intrinsic, like it's it's all about me. I got to work towards that, Um, you know, maybe I need some resources and some help but some of our students like they don't know necessarily what they want to get you know better at sometimes they want to get better at technique sometimes they want a guide sometimes they want a friend to ski with sometimes they want to be able to cut some long lift lines during holiday periods <laughs> so i think you know when we're talking about goal setting we got to think about it you know from the learning partnership uh, arena of what do i want as a goal you know, one is my student, one as a goal, and are those two things actually aligning? Because um, if they're not, there's a good chance that uh, there might be some issues. But if they are, you'll probably hit it out in the park every single time.
0: Kevin Jordan, it is always a pleasure chatting with you. I really appreciate you taking the time to visit with us this evening.
1: Yeah, of course. Thanks, George.
0: From the PSIA ASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.